Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of MSTA Presents. Uh, this is MSTA's mostly weekly podcast. Uh, there have been some weeks where we've missed here and there, but over the course of uh, the next several weeks, we're going to have some great episodes, and we're going to be talking to individuals that aren't necessarily affiliated with MSTA, but they're doing some great things in education around the state of Missouri. Uh, today, I have with me Tracy Blau, and Tracy is the College and Career Root Ed Advisor. She's at Spokane High School. And then I also have Kara Tinklepaw, and Kara is the Root Ed Regional Director. So, Tracy, Kara, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for I, having us. I, I appreciate it. And so, we got some information from, from you, Tracy, about uh, Root Ed. And I'll, I'll admit it's a program. I didn't know anything about, but the more I read about it, and then you sent over kind of a slide deck about what Root Ed was, I, I thought it would be interesting to other individuals around the state who who also may not know about the program. So can, can we start with the very basics then? Can you explain to uh, listeners what is Root Ed? Well, Root Ed is um, a new initiative within the state. Uh, we expanded this year to 140 um, school districts. And um, what um, has happened is myself and 139 other root ed advisors have been placed in rural school districts to really stand with the high school seniors, possibly juniors, um, and give them that helping hand with what their post-secondary plans might be. Uh, whether it be a two-year college, a four-year college, a tech school, um, going into the workforce, joining the military, um, just helping them explore options. And, you know, like I said, just giving them that extra helping hand to make some very important decisions. Well, why is the, I, I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but I also think it's important to articulate the answer. Why is it so important to focus on rural schools and, and rural students? Mainly because of, the challenges and barriers in a rural area are somewhat unique. Um, just the opportunities that a rural area may have compared to a metropolitan area. Um, Spokane, for example, um, we are, our, our district or our area is just the school. Um, we have um, a, a gas station, a post office and some churches. Um, we are kind of you know, the true definition of rural. Mm -hmm. Granted, we you know have um, Nixa close by, Branson West close by, but we are strictly kind of out here alone. And and what I've seen, I mean, you have you and I both seen this happen across the state, and in my years in education, I mean, there isn't a lot of industry, a lot of uh, businesses for that, th that there may have been 20, 30, 40 years ago for a student to go work at in their community. And so the, the idea of just staying where you graduated isn't necessarily an option the way it was 20 or 30, even just 20 or 30 years ago. Yes. And um, that is something that, you know, we are seeing with our students is, you know, as I mentioned, we're, we're not that far from, you know, Nixa or Springfield, which we have, you know, a lot of colleges in Springfield. And students here in Spokane think that that's, you know, 
the big city or yeah. I mean, it's a big scary um, place to go whereas it's literally just a few minutes down the road and the opportunities um, are well, in there. sure and if you don't have if you don't know what the options are uh, regardless of whether it's college or uh, learning learning a, a trade or learning something or, or or military options if you don't know those things you 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 may just feel kind of frozen. I mean, you yeah. you may not know where to go next. Um, you don't know what's available to you. Yeah, if you haven't been exposed to that. Um, so, one of the uh, challenges is bringing colleges or resources into the school, but also taking the kids out, uh, mainly because COVID shut down so much of that. And just this year. Um, we've already brought in a welding institute. We've brought in one of the branches of the military. Um, I'm setting up College of the Ozarks here within a few weeks. Um, we went to our first college and career fair last week. We're going to OTC this week. So uh, we're really being, we're really able now to bring more resources to our students as well as take them out and expose them to uh, better opportunities or just something outside of um, the area in which they reside. I In a second, I want to talk more about how the, the students have responded to the program. I'm sure it's positive, but I want to learn more about that. I Earlier, you, you talked about the number of schools that are now root ed schools in Missouri. And when I, when you look at that map that you sent, that is uh, on the, the, one of the slides, I mean, it's exponentially much larger even than it, it was a year ago. Um, one thing I noticed was there's a, there's a root ed school and a root root ed state partner school. Are they the same or is there something different about those two programs? I'm going to let Kara address that. Okay. Um, the root ed schools are those high schools within our partner school districts. Um, but we have nine regional directors, so my counterparts, and we're located at community college that are central to the location of the high schools we work with. So um, my region, um, the Carver region, I work with the schools in the southwest corner of Missouri. And so I'm located at Crowder College in Neosho. We have those partner schools, those community colleges that um, house the regional directors and um, also add supports to uh, our partner high schools uh, in that area of the region. Kara, what what do you attribute this the growth to? I mean, it's it's substantially. It, honestly, when I looked at the map and saw between a year or two years ago versus now, it, it is surprisingly. Uh, large and I, I, I there's got to be something that has happened over the course of the last two years to to make the program grow as much as it has. It definitely and and it's the support of our state lawmakers and the governor. I'm going to share with you after uh, the podcast an article by the Missouri Commissioner of Education, okay. Margie. Van Even, and um, mm -hmm. that was in New Issues and World Report, just talks about the support um, of our uh, local government it, um, allocating funds okay. to help the progress of this initiative within local school districts, allowing them to hire the Root Ed College and Career Advisor, and then um, 
the regional directors also participate by supporting and training those advisors. It's a very um, intentional placement and training that happens um, as these advisors support students. I, and I'll make sure to share the the link to the article in the the show notes uh, okay. when we post the show. Um, you know, earlier, Tracy, you talked about Tracy or Carrie, you you talked about um, the the direction a student may go, and obviously, it's not just college and anymore. I mean, what's what I find interesting is we're we're starting to recognize the value of uh, of all kinds of professions, not just not just the assumption that every student has to go to college. There is value in um, going beyond high school and finding and, and learning a trade or or learning another profession, but it doesn't have to be college. Um, I was wondering if you could talk just a little bit more about the the idea that it's it's not just college and why that's important, why it's important that it's there, there are other options for students who may not be college may not be the direction they want to go. Of course. And, you know, it's college and career. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes I do feel like the students might view my position as, oh, she wants us to go to college. She's here um, strictly for the students that are going to college. And that is not true. Um, career encompasses every single student that I come in contact with. And um, just talking with them and advising them, let's think about what's gonna happen mm -hmm. after May 14th, 2023, which is graduation day. Mm -hmm. What's gonna happen? And um, a vast majority don't know. And that's completely normal and that's why I'm here to talk with them, that that's fine. We, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do after graduation. Yeah. <laughs> How many of us, you know, really do? Um, I do have a handful that know exactly, you know, where they're going to go, what they're going to do. And that is probably what's going to happen. Yeah. And there are the ones that come in and say, I really don't know. Um, and we have, um, you know, some career inventories, some assessments we can work with. And sometimes they just need someone to talk with them uh, about what their interests are, what they like. Um, one thing also is, you know, we do have the A-plus program. Uh, that is something that, um, you know, I, I pull in kids and we talk about. And if we can utilize the A-plus program uh, and, you know, that's essentially the first two years of college mm -hmm. free. Yes. I mean, college is not something we, we are, I don't want to use the word push, but if we don't know what we're going to do and we have A plus, let's pursue those two years because that gives us two more years to mature, mm -hmm. uh, ease into independency perhaps, um, so um, we do have that as, as a resource to talk with. Um, we have lots of trade schools, um, you know, and some kids are already working. I have a student right mm -hmm. now that's already been working in HVAC and he's already been guaranteed a job after he graduates. So it's just having those conversations and filling in some holes and some pieces for these students. 
you know, having those having those individuals that they can go to and, and talk to and and learn about what what options are out there. Um, you know, I even I remember back to high school and I remember when I, I knew I was going to go to college, but I didn't know why. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of students that find themselves in that situation. They think, well, I guess this is what I do next because somebody told me to, but I, I don't know why I'm supposed to do it. So having somebody to help them find that why I, I think is, is very important. Um, Kara, I was, I, I understand what a root advisor is now. I understand what root, root ed schools are as well. Um, what is the one thing I, I'm not sure I understand though, is the information I've seen also talks about root ed Alliance and root ed regional partners. Can, can you talk a little bit? What, what is that? Mm-hmm. Um, root ed Alliance was founded in 2018 and their focus was to narrow the opportunity gap for rural students. So rural schools educate one third of high school students. Um, high school students. And and that's a staggering number. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a very large number. And 80% of the jobs out there require some sort of post high school training, 80% of those, um, those middle class wage jobs uh, Mm -hmm. require some sort of post high school training. So as uh, Tracy was talking about, um, whether it be a certification, or a two-year degree or something. Um, so Root Ed Alliance, it was made possible um, by a philanthropy that was wanting to focus on undersourced areas that were overlooked by the philanthropic sector and um, an area that had a great need, but also uh, potential. Um, mm-hmm. high, high potential for results. And so they are putting, put their dollars, Root Ed Alliance, into those rural communities. Um, it, go ahead. It seems to, well, I was going to say, it, it seems to me you hear about businesses, um, organizations talk all the time about uh, wanting to 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 be a part of the education process or to be involved in in helping students. And to me, this seems like and an obvious partnership for uh, organizations that are out there um, if if they know about it or if they even consider it. Um, yeah, one other thing that I, I wanted to talk about, so it, as we kind of wrap up, and I appreciate the time that you all have given me, um, the a large, like I said earlier, a large number of school districts already have some form of a root ed partnership or relationship. Um, I, I, when I look at the numbers, at, at least, uh, seems like at least a, a quarter, maybe a third of, of school districts now, but I know, and you probably know that there are some out there that still don't have a program in their, their schools. And I was wondering what individuals can do to find out more about being an advisor or more about the program for the, for their particular school district. Um, the Root Ed Missouri partnership is between the Root Ed Alliance and um, Ozark Technical Community College, as well as the Missouri Department of Elementary and um, Secondary Education. That um, that initial grant window has closed for schools okay. to apply and participate. But um, as we move forward, if school districts, um, individuals have more questions, please reach out 
to Rooted, Missouri at otc.edu, and we okay. would be happy to visit with them and share information. Okay, so what I can do is make sure to put the information that you you spoke about earlier in terms of the program as a as a whole, and then also we'll make sure to put the uh, the website link so that individuals can find out more about the program now and hopefully in the future uh, they can apply for those grant monies. Is that how it works then? Um, this initial increase of the one hundred and thirty five. Um, mm-hmm did happen with school districts applying for the Missouri post-secondary advising initiative grant. Okay. Okay. So then what we'll, we'll make sure that everybody has information so that they can find out more and, and uh, look towards uh, if they're not a part of the the program, maybe do that in the future. Tracy, Kara, thank you very much for uh, spending time with me uh, this morning, talking a little bit more about what root ed is. I I think it's an, an, incredible program. Um, I I wish that something like this had existed when I was in high school. Um, there are so many options that it, it can provide a, a student um, that they may not even know about. And I, I think that's great. Uh, before we wrap up, is there anything that either of you would like to, to say? Um, I just want to follow up by saying that the Root Ed advisors are here Um, to work alongside our school guidance counselor. Um, You know, our guidance counselors have a lot more on their plates today than they ever have. Yes. And um, that's also where the need um, was discovered is some students uh, need, as I mentioned, an extra or, or just need that support. And the guidance counselors, particularly ours in our district, does a wonderful job but they, we, we just have the one and she is pulled in many different directions. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, for our district, um, it helps alleviate some of the pressure and some of the stress from her, um, knowing that I'm here trying to you know, put these seniors out in the real world on the right track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's helpful to the students and certainly helpful to the rest of the, the staff within the, the school building or school district. So. I I appreciate the program. Tracy, thank you very much for being willing to talk to me today. Thank you, Kara. I appreciate it. Uh, We will be back next week with another episode of MSTA Presents. If you have any ideas for a show, please let me know. I'll be happy to talk with you and see if we can uh, talk with individuals about uh, whatever initiative or program or project that you you are dealing with. Until then, thank you, and I look forward to talking to you again in the future.